Let's right. go. Hello, guys. Welcome to Fat Fit Sofa Talk. This is the first episode of many. Hopefully, this will be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Instagram. On our Instagram, yeah, we'll be pages, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere, wherever you want to view it. Um, yeah, really. So I'm Ryan. Fitness. I'm Peyton, um, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. So this is going to be the first episode. Peyton is starting on his journey to fitness. So me and Peyton have been mates for a fair while now, but not long. But we get on. Um, I specialise in getting people into fitness. <laughs> um, get, me and Peyton have trained before. Yeah, we we hit it off. Um, and Peyton seems to be very interested so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm informing him constantly and i think this first of first of many hopefully we just want to inform people on the basics so we're going to call this podcast uh fat fit starting from yeah. january i wouldn't say that pain i'm fat. happy that yeah <laughs> I, i'm not saying that i'm i'm fat i but mean i've but that's that's the idea it is from fat to fitness it's it's starting from the start it's the stereotypical first of january I'm going to get big. Well, I say I'm going to get big. I'm going to get fit. Um, and the typical sort of New Year's resolution that quite a lot of people have. Everyone's starting on it now. January is the same for everyone. People want to get into fitness. People want to get fit. And it usually starts with, I've done this the last four years. I've signed up to a gym. Yeah. I go for like two weeks. I don't enjoy it and I'll leave. And I quit. And, I, and I've got a, a 12-month a membership 12-month that I membership need to pay for. A gym that I don't use. I'm losing however much money. So hopefully we can start to inform people. I think informed people are successful people. Yeah, if you're 100%. you're informed in something and you're knowledgeable on something or you've gained knowledge on something, I think it helps with the success. Yeah, 100%. So sort of my, my background is, I mean, I run my own company. I don't do anything to do with fitness really from that side of things. That's why we bring in Ryan onto the podcast more than anything. But I've just, I got your typical nine to five job. I do quite a lot of work in the city, get up early in the morning, go to work, come home, go to the gym. So the, the sort of the idea behind the podcast is to sort of really be what quite a lot of people do in this country is they work nine to five. They obviously don't work on the weekends and they train and, you know, want to get into the fitness a bit more and learn about what to eat, what supplements to take. And that's why we're bringing Ryan onto the show to sort of hopefully explore hopefully, that a little yeah. bit more. So, I mean, from my background for from fitness point of view is that's basically it. I mean, I'm no fitness PT, I'm no instructor. I mean, I've I've been in the gym quite a few times. Um, I got to a reasonable, okay size, but not to anything where I wanted to be. And then started ego lifting. Um, lifted up something a bit too too heavy a few, I'd say about six seven months ago now, and tore my rotator cuff, and that was it. That that was me out for about seven months, which was a a really stupid thing to do. Yeah. So I'm sort of starting. A blank. I mean, I'm starting fresh, completely sort of wanting to start from, from the very start. And new what year. better, what better new day year, to new do me. <laughs> New year, new me, new decade even. So 2020. Yeah. So. Uh, and I think I think the major issue with with uh, the fitness industry and whatever is there's there's a lot of people go into it. Yeah. So fitness professionals, fit, mainly most fitness professionals mm. naturally fall into the gym. They're good at it. They're... The appetite is the right thing, and there's no there's no empathy there. Mm. So a lot of fitness professionals, PTs, yeah, Instagram models, Instagram the, models, the, a lot of people that we see preaching, <laughs> comfy. You look that comfy there. Yeah. I feel like I'm preaching forward. <laughs> people preaching a load of shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there preaching a load of shit that don't understand nine to five people. Hundred mm. percent. And me being, uh, I mean, I've been quite 
lucky for what I do. So people don't really know me as I do most of my background, most of my professionalism is social media. And you, and you do see a hell of a lot of people on social media now that don't necessarily have qualifications and don't really know what they're talking about, but they've got masses amount of following and people are doing what they say. It's fucking dangerous. Not, not only that, yeah, it is dangerous. Like a lot of, we've just seen a great example um, some girl off The Only Way is Essex yeah. selling supplements that she doesn't need, even know what they are. She openly admitted on a secret recording that she hadn't taken any supplements. She was just promoting them. So these people are now openly admitting that they don't take these supplements. The results that they're getting are clearly being fabricated. Yeah. So the, the best trick that I've seen, pulling your leggings for a girl way up above your belly button and tucking a lot of your your excess fat in and saying that you've lost that weight. Yeah. And these these supplements are being sold to their their followers. Now a lot yeah, of their 100%. followers are like young girls, twelve to sixteen, body 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 image issues. Yeah. And it and it's dangerous that 100%. I think that a lot of a lot of mothers and fathers need to be made aware of these supplements aren't good. Don't give these supplements to your oh, 100%, kids. hundred percent, hundred percent. And because there's you know laxatives, like I said, if you give someone laxatives, they're gonna lose weight. Yeah, and that's what's being sold to yeah. to our our children and our young people. And it's something that we need to become more informed on. And we we really need to nip this in the bud. That this is one of the main things that I think we need to address at the current state. I think another thing we need to address is what is achievable mm. so a massive thing in the fitness industry that's not discussed is steroids yeah. performance enhancing drugs a lot of these people males mainly mm-hmm. got got good physiques photoshopped and performance enhancing drugs and a lot of people will not admit it yeah and you go into the gym you see you can see it massive billy rick at the other, oh, <laughs> the yeah, other side you can of see the it. gym yeah. bicep curling 60 kilos i want to be that it's, n- it's not going to happen no that that guy is is taking a lot of supplements, yeah, a lot of steroids, a lot of performance enhancing drugs. But that's the problem. That, that is the problem. It needs to be more open, and that's what I'm all about: is making making fitness for the working man and woman. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think obviously it's hard for me to say because what I do is on you know on social media. I live this social media life. But the problem is, is you, you get you know Billy Bob and whoever walking into the gym. And you know, oh, mommy, daddy, I want to be that big. Yeah. And then they think, oh, do you know what? Let's have a look on their Instagram. Oh, look on their Instagram, they're selling supplements. Yeah, so they go and buy it, that. and that's it. And that's what it is. That's the problem it's, that we've got mad. is they're, they're buying it. They're not really doing the research, not doing the science behind it. They don't know what's in it. They don't know what they're taking. But what people don't see is, is the hard work. So 100%. The hours and hours in the gym. The hardest bit for me is nutrition. Oh, like, big time. For me and for everybody else, the. the the results are in the nutrition. Yeah, you definitely. Can go, you can go and train 30, 45 minutes a day, have two rest days a week, and eat right, and you, you're going to get results. Mm. You see, I see a lot of people killing themselves for two hours, doing boot camps, running on treadmills, and the diet doesn't change. And they, mm. and they, and they wonder why there's no physical change. There's got to be a change in diet, in my opinion, and this is what the scientific consensus says. There's got to be a change in diet, mm to change the physique 100% no I, I totally totally agree with what you say I'm going to move this microphone a little bit closer because I feel like a lot you, of people, you're probably chilled there and a lot of people go into into January thinking I'm going to address this exercise I'm going to sign up to the gym I'm going to go and do my exercise mm. and the nutrition doesn't change 
Yeah. So what we need to understand about nutrition is to lose weight, we need to have more calories being expended than what are going into his body. Yeah. So we need to be, so expended is basal metabolic rate. So what you would burn from lying in bed. Yeah. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So neat. So neat up 24-7 is quite a, becoming quite a popular term. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren Cartel on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and exercise. I think personally we could cut exercise out, increase our non-activity thermogenesis, yeah. non-exercise activity thermogenesis. BMR is not really going to change and then we need to address diet and we can get a change from that. Right. Where I think we should start adding exercise in is when we want to start growing muscle. 100%. I don't think running on a treadmill for an hour or two is as beneficial as maybe cutting out some of the foods or Definitely. reducing calories. Yes, of course. So I think with you, what we're going to try and do is, I don't think there's a lot of issue with your exercise. I think maybe with the exercise, just toning down the weight. But yeah. that is that is a discussion for another podcast. Definitely. But I personally think nutrition is what we need to address. And I think making it realistic for a lot of people. So these chicken, veg, mincemeat and cocoa pops and milk... I, th- I think that works for people. It definitely works. I'm, I'm not arguing with it. it. Doesn't it? Doesn't work. Yeah. Scientifically, it works. Yeah. Hundred percent. But it works for a one percent. I know you well enough by now to know that you like to go out for food. Well, yeah. I mean, it's more uh, part of the job. Part of the job. The social kind meetings, of aspect to it. Food it's, it's, there. You know, it's it's day to day life. That's that's just what happens. To ignore day to day life and to say I'm just going to eat this, this, and this. It's not going to work. Yeah, 100%. And, and um, I totally agree with what you're saying is because, I mean, I've had a, a meal plan done for me previously. Um, and, and yeah, it, it seems all well and good on paper. It seems dead easy. You're going to follow it. But then you think about it sort of realistically is, is are you actually going to be able to follow that? Are you, yeah. Is it something that you're going to be able to do? And um, <sighs> I think it's something that people can do, but for a short space time yeah so i love meal plans for two three four months Mm -hmm. and then we go into something realistic so i think for you what will work is an aggressive six weeks of Mm -hmm. dieting yeah where we know there's going to be an end outcome maybe have a little diet break for a week or so where we don't worry about calories and then and then fit in diet around you so i think that programming diet is something that needs to be specific so for people who, who don't necessarily know what programming diet is, what is it? Is it what it says so on the pro- tin, really? Yeah. So we would. So my idea of a program diet, so if I sit down with a client, is looking at what they're doing in their day, what foods they like, what they would like to eat, what times they like to eat. So timing of food isn't going to make a difference to the amount of calories you're putting into your mm-hmm. body, but it's certainly going to make a difference to how many calories you're having through the day. So I really like window eating. So right. if someone doesn't like breakfast, they don't need to have breakfast. So this is a common myth. Breakfast is the best meal of the day. Mm-hmm. Not if you don't like breakfast, it's not. If I wake up and I'm going to eat a load of shit yeah. <laughs> in the morning, maybe leave the first meal till 12. If I like eating a little bit later on, if I like having a decent meal at 9 o'clock before I go to bed... 12 till 9 is going to be See, that's, perfect. That's interesting you say that because uh, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of bodybuilders, a lot of fitness people, and, and they all say that sort of you want to eat, you want to be eating your first meal by 11 o'clock because it gets your metabolism going, it this, that, and the it other. It doesn't speed up metabolism. 
it it just doesn't and if people want to argue with me on that i will produce studies i will produce scientific literature it doesn't speed metabolism up. at ryan james on social media hit him up <laughs> i'm quite happy to discuss these things because this is what interests me yeah this is what i'm reading about a lot and it doesn't so benefits to missing breakfast is you're not going to consume as much calories if you if you've not eaten till 12 o'clock you're not going to consume as many calories right? right agreed yep so for a bodybuilder breakfast probably is important because they want to get as much food in and as yeah. many protein servings in as they can so it's specific to what your goal is and what you want to achieve for dieters yeah cutting breakfast out might be beneficial it might not be i might miss breakfast and then eat a load at lunch so right. maybe adding a breakfast in is a good idea mm-hmm. but this is where i say becoming specific now i can't sit down with everybody that's watching this but what we can begin to do is educate so as you learn little bits of knowledge each time, you can start to add it in, so yeah. slowly. So the first thing that I start to introduce to clients is maybe looking at what times they like to eat. Nobody's ever sat down with a tub of ice cream at eight in the morning. Mm. It come, Snacking, for a lot of people, comes when they get in from work. Yeah. So maybe cutting that time for eating out. So eight till 8 p.m. till whenever p.m. There's no eating till bedtime. Yeah. You have your meal when you get in and that's, that's it. That's it. That's game over. Yeah. For your food, which allows us a breakfast. Or maybe cutting a breakfast out. Yeah. Don't eat till 12. So, okay, that makes sense. But I guess on the flip side is people who, who eat late. And again, something else that I've learned on, well, I say learned, something else that I've seen on social media is you shouldn't be eating calories or you shouldn't be eating such and such after a specific time before you go to bed. Because when you go to bed, it's just on your stomach. How does that type of thing sort so, of... So, it, this is a... This is an interesting one. So it's gonna, it's gonna. So if we say we have an equal painter, so painter that eats two thousand calories a day, yeah, twelve till midnight. So mm-hmm. twelve in the afternoon till midnight, you eat two thousand calories. Yeah. Then we've got painter that eats at seven till seven again. Yeah. So an earlier painter. Yeah. Has the same two thousand calories. There's going to be no difference in the way your body processes those calories through the whole 24-hour cycle. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But if we've then got a painter that is going to consume more because he's allowed to eat in the evening, that's when we might have issues. So if we allow the full 24-hour cycle to be exactly the same in terms of calories, there's going to be no difference. Right. But like I say, nobody's ever sat at 8 in the morning and ate a tub of ice cream. That no. comes in the evening. <laughs> yeah. Which is why people... <laughs> When they cut out, so what you've got to understand is principles versus methods. Mm-hmm. So a principle is a basic scientific principle. How you achieve that is then the method. So if you cut out snacking in the evening, you're probably going to reduce your calories, which is why people see weight loss. Yeah, It's not anything special. It's not that those calories consumed in the evening become doubled. So when you eat ice cream in the evening, it doubles the calories in the ice cream. Yeah. Which are, which I find a lot of people strangely believe. Interesting. But, but then I am in the industry. I understand this stuff. And a lot of people aren't exposed to it, which is what we're trying to do. We're trying to expose people to myths, things that they're following, people that make stuff that doesn't fit their lifestyle, which is why they're not achieving their goals. Yeah. I think fitness needs to become realistic and achievable. No, definitely. And I, and I completely agree with what you're saying. So... What sort of, I know there's obviously different ways of getting fit and there's different types of fitness and your goals and what you want to do, whether you want to get big and hench or toned and lose weight, but generically, um, if someone wants to sort of start from the start, what type of food should they be sort of looking at to consume um, and 
and what would you sort of recommend for people who were taking the first steps to fitness, taking the first steps to sort of losing weight? What 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 would you normally okay. do? What would you set yeah, to a yeah. client? What okay. what would you tell them? Yeah. So there's there's probably three things that you need to understand. Healthy foods are going to be better, but I I think an I think an aggressive change from what you used to. Mm. is maybe not the best right so if someone goes into january right i'm just going to eat this we come back to the same the same concept i'm going to eat chicken rice and broccoli out of a tub every day three times a day and that's it yeah so far away from the average person's diet they change everything yeah it doesn't fit it doesn't work people struggle to fit it in and they just go i can't be bothered with this i'm going back to normal so i would advise small changes to begin with so increase the amount of vegetables that you're having. Don't think, so another great scientific study, I can't quote it, but I would be able to pick it out if somebody wanted it. The advice to eat more fruits is detrimental. So it, it leads to consuming more calories. So a lot right. of people will go into January, I'm going to eat more fruit. It leads, in, in most, it leads to more calories consumed. So on the flip side of that, well, not the flip side, but, I would advise more vegetable consumption. So, right. So stocking your meals out with more vegetables. Yeah. And then finding something that works for you. So obesity, we are finding, is is really being put down to the the amount of carbs and fats together in junk food is what is causing this rise in obesity. Mm. So healthy whole foods that you enjoy. So I think um, protein as well is a great thing. So Protein is the most satiating, so the most filling. And then I think you need to find something that you can stick to. Mm. If you can't stick to it, it's not going to work. Right. Two months of aggressive dieting, in my opinion, is that will lead to weight loss and then nothing because you give up. is not going to be as good as 12 months of slow, progressive stuff that you can stick to. Think about all that stress you're putting on your body as well. I mean, you've gone from one extreme to the other and your body's gone what the fuck am i doing here yeah. kind of thing and that i, I guess don't that's think it's shock to the body but but your it doesn't fit with your yeah, lifestyle it can't be, yeah 100 percent. it agree. does work for people it works for the one percent of motivated so a big thing that i'm reading in on at the moment is pregnancy when you give a pregnant woman a diet because it may be affecting her baby when she's got obesity she's probably going to stick to whatever you give her yeah because she that changes is going to be massive for her. Yeah. Forgive it to the regular nine-to-five dieter, mm. maybe it won't work. I think it needs to be specific to the person. Mm. But we need to educate the person on how they can make their diet specific without a fitness professional if you can't afford, if you don't have the time, if you don't want to. Yeah. And I think giving little bits of information slowly. So when a client comes to me, I wean them onto stuff. And then maybe we go into a, an overhaul diet once I've slowly introduced them to stuff. Interesting. A lot of people look at supplementation straight yeah. off the bat. Address the diet and the exercise first. And I think the exercise should be something you enjoy. A lot of people start the gym, like I say, and they don't like the gym. They've done it for five years. Every January, sign up to the gym. I'm going to go this year. Yeah. You're not. It's not going to work. And I guess a, a big, big thing about training is what's up here. And I guess it, it's the it's the determination to do something. I mean, anyone can go into a gym and run 10K and lift weights, but 
you know, how long can you do that for? Are you determined to do that? Are you setting yourself goals? Are you are you smashing them goals? Are you setting yourself more goals? And I guess goals. quite quite a lot of things that people don't realise is is obviously the sheer determination that goes into doing something like this because I mean, I must admit, it's it's hard work. You go to work, you work a nine to five job, you get home, you're absolutely bollocks, and you, you just want to sit in front of the TV and play Xbox and yeah. eat rubbish. For me, exercise, going into the gym, is my PlayStation and Xbox. I love it. Yeah, I like going into lifts. So it's never been a question for me of having to force myself to go. Definitely. And I think people should find something that they don't have to force themselves to go. Yeah. The gym isn't the only answer. No, I that, swimming, that was there's, there's so many things. That, swimming, climbing. Yeah. Any anything like that. That that's another thing. That's the that's what I wanted to sort of hint to move on to is is the, there's a hell of a lot of different ways that people can so much. to they can lose weight, that can build muscle that you don't actually need to see the inside no. of a gym. No. And and that's what I was going to sort of move on to next because, you know, we get it. Gyms can be sort of intimidating yeah. depending yeah, on yeah. where you go. You know, people don't Certainly. necessarily want to go. But on the flip side, there's plenty more different things that you can make to your lifestyle to fit into, you know, you don't, you're not necessarily needing a gym to, no. to lose that. And I think the weight. gym is, this is something that I've always been a massive supporter of. I've had people come to me and say that they, they don't want to go to the gym, but they're going to, they're going to sign up with me. And I, I tell them to go away for a week or two, really think about it, find a sport that they enjoy. We don't need to go. We don't. We know to to change our physique. We don't need to see the inside of a gym. Mm. I will argue with anyone on that. We do need to address what's in the kitchen cupboard. That's that's the thing that is important. That's where it starts. You really. can't avoid the diet. You can avoid the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So I could quite happily now never go into a gym. I, I say this. So not me. I love the gym. I would never stop going <laughs> to the gym. Um, but that is my playground. That's what I enjoy. Yeah. For someone else, I could quite happily take the gym out of their lifestyle and give them... So I'll think of one of my friends. So I've got one of my friends in mind. I could give him climbing because he hates the gym. He would never go into the gym. My best mate would never touch a gym. Yeah. Yeah? And I know that for a fact. So if if he came to me as a client, to give him three sessions a week in the gym is not going to work. No. If I give him three sessions a week climbing because I know he enjoys that, it's going to work. Yeah. If I then give him changes to his diet, that's where the change is going to start to happen. He's not going to be able to get a bodybuilder's physique, but he's going to get a good physique. Yeah. He's going to get a change. If you want to get bigger muscular, the best way is the gym. Yeah. You're not going to be able to swim and become a 100 kilo bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. No, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So if you really want that, you do need the gym. But there's a lot of cases where the gym isn't needed. And I say that as someone that makes money from taking people into a gym. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm saying that, you can trust me on that one. <laughs> Definitely. But nutrition needs to be addressed. Right. I think people can go into the gym and not address nutri- nutrition and change to a certain point. So we see a lot of people that are unexercised, no dietary restrictions or changes, go into six or seven boot camps a week, smash it, and they lose weight. Because mm. the calories that they're over-consuming on are being reduced by them going to the gym. Yeah. But you will get to a point where you get to a sticking point and nutrition must be addressed. Mm. So what other, I mean, th- we, we touched on it before, obviously we started this podcast and um, I wanted to address it really is, is obviously with being fit and healthy and the fitness side of it, you know, what else can sort of 
what do people get from being healthy and fit? Obviously, we, we spoke about... Yeah, so the, this is the, where the, I start running off on tangents. This so, is, yeah, so and this is, this is exactly why I wanted to uh, sort of touch on this subject as well because I know you're very, you're very, pa- you're very passionate of what you do. You love what you do. And, and from what I've learned from knowing you from, you know, I'd say six or seven six months, months now, yeah. um, your goal isn't really to take people's money to make money and to, to sort of do that. Your goal is to more... Educate people. Educate. It just infuriates me when I see people taking money. Yeah. And they don't know themselves. And I will quite happily admit, on a video with a microphone in front of me, I don't know everything. Mm. When you get into fitness, you realise that there's people that are above you that know so much. Yeah. And you know, you I I know nothing. And I say that thinking of the people that I know that know a lot. Yeah. Compared to them, I know nothing. Compared to the average person i know a hell of a lot yeah but compared to my mentors i know very little yeah but yeah it's something i'm very passionate about so coming back to the 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 health side i don't think that someone that wants to get a good physique is bear with me as important as someone that has health concerns okay it's interesting you say that so explain why because obviously this is Jumping away from my my fitness journey a bit more, I want to sort of go into outlining everything. So, so yeah. what are your points for that? Why? So, so I think that someone that is living unhappily in their body mm-hmm. but is healthy isn't a priority issue for our our country, our community, our environment as a whole. Mm-hmm. I think that people that have health concerns are very much an immediate priority, something we need to address. So people with chronic obesity, yeah, yeah, is those are the people that we need to help. Mm. But I think a lot of fitness and a lot of nutrition advice skims over those people. So people with risk of cardiac disease, cardiac arrest, people that are unable to do the things that they want to do with their kids because they might pass out. Yeah. People that are negatively self-talking because of how they feel in the body and how what they can do in the body mm-hmm. compared to someone that wants abs and wants big biceps. Yeah. I think the first group, and I think the second group is important. Because yeah, definitely. They are people. Yeah. yeah. We, we want to help everyone. Of course. But the first group for me is my immediate, not worry, but that's who I want to help first. Yeah. But I also like helping the second group. So I've yeah. worked with athletes. I've worked with people on uh, Team GB. I've worked with a few fighters. And I like helping those people as well. Because yeah, it's course. something that... It's, it's rewarding. It's rewarding. It? Yeah, and yeah. I get enjoyment out of it. But I also get great enjoyment out of someone who is unhappy in their own body, really wants to lose weight but struggles, mm. is unhealthy, can't do the things that they used to be able to do. That's the group that I like to help, but I like to help everyone. Yeah. But I think that first group is an easy but harder fix. Yeah, definitely. Because you you actually told me a quite a, a worrying statistic before, which really sort of opened my eyes, really, because it was just like, whoa, I didn't I didn't even know that. Yeah. So can we so, can we quickly yeah. touch on on that side of things? So how true this is, I do not know, but I work very closely with the Compassion Initiative. So they're a mental health group for uh, young and older older men, so working around mental health. And Harry told me, that works at the Compassion Initiative, uh, big shout out to them, they're doing great work over there. 
more is spent and a, and a big amount on obesity on the obesity crisis than the mental health crisis so you're telling me that more money a more serious amount, more taxpayers more, money so people who go to work have to look this up but more is spent and this isn't a quote this isn't something that i've seen in a paper this is literally word of mouth from chatting from someone that is quite knowledgeable in the area mm-hmm. a, a serious serious amount more is spent on obesity than it is on mental health that's crazy yeah but now is it crazy yeah it's it's pretty mad yeah. i think that i think that a lot sh- when we look at the this is an, an again another another podcast in itself mental health it's it's a it's a massive thing at the moment and so is obesity but i think there should be equal spends but i'm not i'm not a politician we're getting yeah. a bit off subject here <laughs> this is something for a whole podcast definitely um but these are the sorts of things that we want to start digging into and the stuff that we need to start discussing. Um, I don't want to go down this, this tangent now, mm-hmm. but mental health in our age group is the, the biggest cause of death. Suicide's the biggest yeah. cause of death in in males under so many ages. So that's something we need to address. Which, yeah, which is scary. So before we go off tangent then, um, and obviously we don't want to waffle on too much about stuff that we can sort of go into another podcast Um what type of stuff do you want to sort of so the guys that are first listening to this podcast now? What type of stuff do you want to go into? What type of podcast do you want to visit? What type of topics do you want to visit over the next course of say a few well twelve months really? So what what type of things I do you want to sort of go? Have a, a whole a whole podcast on how to address your own nutrition. So how to program your own nutrition? How to program your own exercise? Obviously, the mental health one's a massive thing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then start getting guests in, so get people with expertise in Again, areas. Kind of an in, an opener introduction to what we're going to be discussing, letting you guys know that I'm not a complete and utter fraud, and I kind of know what I'm on about. Kind of, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, so we've we've got a lot of of interesting interesting subject matter. We know a lot of interesting guests that we can potentially get on. So if you are one of our contacts and want to come on, let us know. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, if you are someone that sort of in the fitness industry or have got a story to tell or or just particularly just want to come in and have a chat want yeah. to be want to come on want to more than some, open yeah if let's, you let's do it and, if you want to come and try and rip into my knowledge i welcome it let's that, that'll be that'll be <laughs> something I, fun to watch a, a, a debate is is very interesting we've got there's there's lots of viewpoints and it's nice to it's nice to hear everybody's viewpoint i think yeah. one of the things that we we don't do too well in the fitness industry is is talk i think there's a lot of um, aggression and not aggression, but a lot of people cutting each other down. A lot of negativity. Yeah, man. Yeah. And um, I think sometimes it's warranted. If you're selling Herbalife, don't even bother messaging because <laughs> I will rip you a new arsehole. Ryan um, has a special hole, pre-dog, ready for you <laughs> ready guys. For you. <laughs> uh, but it, but if you are, I don't know. Let's say someone that is a massive fan of the ketogenic diet, mm-hmm. or someone that is a big advocate of vegan veganism. By all means, come on. We we want to hear your point of view. Yeah. But again, if you sell Herbalife, just just, want, just, want, just send your email to <laughs> a blank account. Yeah. <laughs> Please email. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but we, we do want to. We want to try and inform as as many people as we can. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. All right then. Well. Um, thank you very much for listening or watching. I mean, if you're watching, thank you very much for that. If you've been listening spot on um these podcasts will be available look at that i've just had a uh, a whatsapp how very professional of me um 
this this podcast and video will be live and will go live onto um, something called Anchor, which then distributes all the podcasts then via um, Apple Music, Podcasts, um, a few other podcast ones. So um, they sort of come on at a time. So as soon as they get added on, we'll add them to our social media. So mine is at Painton Heath and yours is... At Ryan James PT, I think. That was I love the little facial expressions yeah. that you got there. So yeah, wrap it up. Thank you very much for watching, listening. For wherever you are in the world, I bid you good day. Thank Cheers. you very much.